0: This topic may not be suitable for young audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Life Schooling Podcast. I'm Diana, a homeschooling mom of two.
1: And I'm Vanessa, an unschooling mom of two, and we believe that life teaches us everything we need to know.
0: So let's talk about sex. This is really such an important topic to talk about, even if you cringe when you think about it like I used to. We tend to shy away from it, but it's something that parents really need to be ready for and have a game plan for, and it may come sooner than some may think. Sex is a natural thing between two people. It's so much more than what the media portrays it to be nowadays. Sex is something special, and we feel that painting it in that way, in a way that is special and that is natural, and that is literally meant to create life, that we can empower and educate our children to truly understand it and to make the best decisions when it comes to sex. There's a lot of stigma behind sex and just the overall topic. It's something that as parents, at least for me, I'm like, Oh, my goodness, what is that going to be like when that time comes? Like, I don't know how I'm going to be ready. It's something that is inevitable that we all know is going to eventually come up. It's difficult to think about sometimes. But it's so important to have a plan to to really have these conversations with our children because they can make such a big difference I feel like in their life. Growing up, at least for me, that conversation did not happen like with my parents. Honestly, it was not something we talked about and I really think that that negatively impacted just my overall relationship with sex. And it really is not something to be shameful about. It's not something that we should be scared of because it's a natural thing. Our bodies are created for it, literally. And I feel like if we make that space, if we open the conversation to our children, whenever the questions come up or whenever they're ready, that it's going to help take away some of that shame that is associated with it. And also, it's going to help for our children to feel comfortable to come to us when they have those questions instead of going to their friends or to someone else who may not have their best interests in mind. I remember, at least for me, most of the knowledge that I got in regards to sex was in sex education in school, and then also from friends and like my peers. Other than that, the closest I got to the conversation with my mom was you better not do that. (laughs) That's about it, you know? And I just feel like that really negatively impacts our children. And I think that we should not make it a thing to be shameful of, and we should make it something that is an open conversation and something that our children are comfortable coming to us and talking to us about, because I feel like we can give really the best information with the best interest at heart when it comes to that.
1: Yeah, I also believe that, you know, I think that parents kind of we get so nervous about having the conversation and we tend to avoid it. Also, because in a way, it's like if it doesn't, if the conversation doesn't happen, then they won't know about it, or they'll stay innocent forever. Or if it does happen, if you do have that conversation with him, I think some parents are afraid that then our kids will like want to do it or, you know, be more intrigued by it or interested by it. But I I think that it's the opposite when we are more open to the idea of talking about it and literally explain what it's meant for, how it's meant for a special exchange between two people with someone that, that you truly love and care for and things like that. When you explain those things to them, then they start to understand it better when they don't hear from a person like you and they hear it from their friends and other people, then that kind of becomes like an intriguement. Like, Oh, okay. You know? And then that's when they want to experiment more with it. But I think that when as everything, right. Like when we're honest with our kids about everything and we tell them the truth about it, they look at it in a different way. It's nothing like out of this world now, like they, now they know they know what it is
0: yeah they know they're not they're more intrigued by what they don't know like that I feel absolutely will intrigue them more if they know if you know if we provide them with and and of course we're going to give them the best information and what we believe that it is as as their parents and that's up to us as parents and individuals to to know how we want to explain it or what we want to tell them about it but when we educate them they're getting that information from us and they're getting the information that we want them to know and not that information from a different source and they will find that information I mean even if we think that they don't know or they're not aware like somehow some way it's it's going to come up and they're going to be curious and just in you know how how are babies born? How do babies come? You know, that very innocent question is going to come. And and it's, I think it's so important for us to not shy away from it. And knowledge is 100% power. So I'm not saying, you know, to start before they're ready to like open that conversation. But when you you will get the clues, you will get the hints, you will get the questions. And when that time comes, you should be ready with what it is that you want to do. What is it that you want to say? And it's something that you definitely want to have that conversation with your partner because I think it should be a team effort. A lot of times we hear that, oh, the moms talk to the daughters and the dads talk to the sons. But honestly, I think it could be a joint effort. I think it could be something that when a daughter has both perspectives of their dad or, or both parents, then it opens their world. And it just makes it something that's not shameful, something that's natural and something that they're going to be open to talk to us about. And it's still I could still see how it's weird. Like it's, it's definitely a topic that like, it's uh, like, when you talk about it with your parents, like you, it's not something that's comfortable. I don't think it's going to be ever a comfortable topic. But it's definitely a necessary topic and a topic that we shouldn't shy from and that we should really normalize more you know being honest with our kids about about it and about the actual anatomy of it like you know turn it into an anatomy lesson like god made our bodies for that you know and you literally could turn it into like an anatomy anatomy type of lesson and explain the true reason for it which is creating life and just as parents you know having conversations with our fellow parent friends about it because we can all share our experiences and gain like different perspectives and really learn from each other and how to exactly go about it when the time comes.
1: Yeah I think that's also so important when we like share with our mom friends about it like I think this episode might open up a few topics of conversation between moms because it's something that we don't talk about enough because we're so uncomfortable talking about it because we never spoke about it when we were younger yeah I mean I grew up and I I never got to talk either and never did we even talk about it it was never even a you shouldn't do that like either like it was just so uncomfortable to talk about that we never even like spoke about it at all And so it was, like, up to you to make your own choices. But it's also uncomfortable to talk about it. Like, for me, even with, like, friends or with your spouse, it can even be an uncomfortable conversation because I just feel like it has been so stigmatized, you know. And when we start making it a natural thing to talk about, it just, it doesn't become this big, like, secret, this big tempting... that, that that we should not talk about. Right, right. And so when us moms talk to each other about it give each other pointers or if we've had the talk with our kids we say this is how it went this is what I said this is what she said this is what I could have done different that helps another mom to kind of like when it's her turn to know what to know how to approach it and then you know if if she then she shares her pointers with another mom and it just becomes like this whole community effort and in raising like more sex positive children
0: Yeah. And I I know, I mean, it sounds kind of maybe it might sound like different for other people to hear that. But I think it's, it's really important, because sex is natural. It's, it's honestly part of life. And the same way that we educate and open ourselves to all, you know, that's part of the kids feelings, like those feelings are naturally in us. So, for us to hide it and for us to try to make it taboo, it's also bringing shame to it. It's bringing shame to our our children, shame to their bodies. And I feel like you can't be body positive and ignore that part of it because it's just a, a normal part of life. And the more that we open up that conversation, the more that they're going to be willing to talk to us and to t- come to us with any problems or issues are just questions. And who better than us to guide our children? You know, I thought this was a very important topic. And we've kind of had this on our back burner for a little while, because it is like, ugh, I don't know if we should talk about this. But I'm so glad that we're having this episode, because I think it's really an important topic to to bring up and to bring awareness to because sex is not something to be shameful of. It's not something to be like afraid of it's something to understand something to be knowledgeable about and to really help us just guide our children in in the best way when it comes to sex
1: also when you have these conversations open um, openly with your children and you teach them that they're gonna have these feelings because it's very normal for children Again, us moms don't talk about it enough, but it's very normal for them to have these feelings. Even when they're like two and three, they start, you know, like touching themselves and things of that sort. And we don't talk about it enough, but it's like a normal thing that happens in every household. And when we start having these conversations and not making them feel shameful for those feelings because they're natural feelings, we also touch on the topic of setting boundaries and um, consent, and things like that, which can help avoid any uh, sort of like sexual abuse or things like that, because they, they already, they're hearing it, and they're hearing about what's right, and what's not right, it's, it's not okay for someone to touch you, but you know, and it just becomes a normal topic of conversation, and you start to set those, those boundaries in their heads, so that they know what's right and what's wrong. And it's true, it does, it
0: does happen at some point, even, you know, at whatever point, I'm sure for some kids it's younger than others, but there's going to come a, a time that they're going to be curious and they're going to want to know and for us to just, you know, shut that topic off and not talk about it and make it something that's, you know, negative, it just completely turns it into something unhealthy something that is shameful. And it's absolutely not that. I think it's important to not just have these conversations with our girls, but with our boys the same. In our culture, especially, I feel like for boys, having sex is like that badge of honor. And for girls, it's like a badge of disgrace, you know. And first of all, that's not fair. That's a stereotype that needs to be like gone because we treat sex differently when it comes to girls, when it comes to boys. And it's something that really needs to change. And I feel like having these conversations with our girls and giving them that power, that knowledge of their bodies, of sex, then we are really empowering them in the future to have more control of their body, to really understand themselves and understand their desires because a woman is not meant to please a man like to me that's that's what i feel like a lot of society really like puts out there you know and that's not how it is so when we teach our daughters just as much as our sons that you know that sex is something that is meant to please both the woman and the man that it's not just about pleasing that man like that's really empowering you your daughters too to take control of their sex life and to understand themselves and to have power over over that and not just to be there for a man.
1: And this is a conversation that like evolves over time. So obviously, when they're when they're first asking, like you said about how are babies born? You know, then that's like a little bit of a conversation, but you're not they're not there yet in their minds. But then when they start asking the deeper questions then you start going deeper and then that what you just mentioned is like a great conversation to have like as they're going into their teen years, because that's when they start to meet the boys and things like that. So, yeah, I definitely I love that that topic of teaching women about empowerment and their control over their bodies. Yeah, I think that's something so important for our teen girls. You know, when you're when you become a teenager, you're like so lost. You're you don't know who you are, you don't know what you're doing, you're like you're just in limbo and it can be so easy to just try to fit in in by giving into the peer pressure of having sex and things of that sort. So these conversations are so important to have like with our with our teenagers for sure.
0: And like you were saying, like, that's definitely something that is led up to. And when we have these conversations, when they're younger, when we open that floor for us to be able to talk about it, then they would definitely be more willing to talk about it as they get older. And then you're able to have those conversations that are important, like what I just mentioned. So I think it's important to set that foundation from, you know, early on when the questions begin, And you find a way that you feel comfortable with and that feels right for you and and what fits your beliefs. And really don't shy away from it. Be open to it and be honest with our kids in every aspect. We can't just pick and choose and say, I'm open to all of their feelings, but not about sex. Or, you know, I'm going to talk to them about everything and be myself, but not when it comes to that. Like, you know, that doesn't work. It really has to be all around. Except, except for Santa. Except for <laughs> Santa. Oh, that's that true. One, I don't know about that one.
1: <laughs> I
0: know. I'm I'm just waiting like to like get the question. Like my thing for that oh. is like, okay, when I get the question, I, I'll i be honest, you know.
1: But <laughs> I, the, the question hasn't come yet. So Are you for real? The <laughs> yeah. question comes all the time over here. And then she starts. So who got us those gifts? You remember that thing? Did you get that for me? And I'm like, no. You know, I'm still trying to keep it going, but oh, right. it's hard. That's funny. But it's yeah, kind of like know. in the same, you know, overall. Of- yeah.
0: <laughs> overall, you know, we just we want to to really just put it out there that it's definitely something that we need to normalize, something that we should try to take away that stigma. And I think that when we do that, it's just going to empower our kids so much more and just really help them to make those better decisions when that time comes for them.
1: So this is such an important topic. And if you enjoyed it and want to hear more about sex positivity or having the talk with our children, let us know, reach out to us at the life schooling podcast at gmail.com. Or on our Instagram, send us a direct message and we will make another episode talking more about it, about experiences, about maybe share about other moms' experiences, because we believe that forming a community just helps each other out and just makes it easier and raises the next generation of our children in a more positive way. Now
0: on to our Moms Get Real segment. So this was a question that we got and I'm going to go ahead and read it. Bedtime is a really rough and triggering time for me. My patience is so thin and I'm usually so tired by that time that I tend to snap and yell at my kids more than I would like to admit. It feels like my kids try to do everything possible to annoy me before bed, but I completely know that it's more of a me problem than a them problem. I want to make this time more peaceful for us all. Any advice? Hmm, that's a great question
1: yes it is I can so relate because I I'm the same when I when it's bedtime I am so tired because it just seems that all day long you're like going going giving and still at bedtime they still want you to give 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 and you're like I am tired I'm done for the day so I totally get it I personally what has helped what helps me is starting to starting to prep for bedtime really early on like around even around five o'clock I start to make dinner start to prep the take them a bath put them in the pajamas super early so that the last thing that has to be done is just going to sleep and then honestly sometimes I just either let my husband handle it if I'm really tired so it depends right like it depends what they're doing if they're on their phone or if they're doing something that they're just watching tv and you, you know you can all lay in bed together then there's nothing wrong with you like falling asleep and letting them you know go to sleep when they're tired because they're not always going to be tired when you are especially if you're going the very intuitive parenting route because there are some parents who have established bedtime at like seven thirty eight o'clock which is totally fine I actually wish I would have done that when my kids <laughs> were younger because then it would have been like like an automatic you know but I didn't I went the opposite way I it I would more let like them a go natural, th- natural, natural more. Yeah, go to sleep when you're tired. Wake up when you're ready. And well, I mean, you have to you have to handle it, but at the same time, you can't lose sleep because your kids want to stay up because you have to be mom the next day. Huh? Yeah,
0: I think the days that I have those like good night routines, I I noticed that I definitely try to get them off technology at least like an hour before bedtime. I try to like shut screen time off and then we also like we like books but you know that doesn't happen every night but that's kind of like a nice little like wind down so i noticed that the nights that i do like things like that it kind of goes a little bit smoother and i think also just kind of like in those moments like practicing your self-control and really like taking those deep breaths and like really realizing that it's just a trigger some you know something's triggering you and just really try to control that as much as possible and
1: yeah I mean we do get triggered as moms we get triggered also just like babies and just like kids when we're hungry when we're tired when we're like we have our basic needs too and we're going to have tantrums when we're triggered. Yeah. Like, it's literally <laughs> the same way for adults. So, I mean, just have grace with yourself and do your best to prepare for like a smooth night and a smooth transition. And maybe just have a conversation with your kids and say, hey, mommy is like done. By ten pm so you guys have to be done and in bed you don't have to close your eyes, but you have to be in bed next to me so I can knock out
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's that's great advice too like just le- like talk to them and let them know where you're at, you know, and let them know that like, hey, like I need you to put a little bit more effort because mommy is feeling this way right now, so I think that's great advice. We owe it to our children to be honest and upfront with them on truly all topics, including sex. when we shy away from something, try to ignore it. When we as parents make it taboo, we're really creating such negative feelings and shame around something that's so natural and so beautiful. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast today. Are there any topics you would love to hear about on one of our episodes? Do you want to be on our podcast? Reach out and let us know. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platform and leave us a written review. Follow us on Instagram at the Life Schooling Podcast. And remember to send us your Moms Get Rio submissions. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Bye.
1: Bye.